This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Today, we're talking about the risks that one can face during the retirement season of their life. Stay tuned. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you thrive, remember the Lord your God who enables you to prosper by being an agent of transformation in your family, in your community, and in your city. I'm Bold Kire, your host for this show. You can catch up on previous episodes of Thrive 1110 by going on the chri.ca website or on thrive1110.ca, that's thrive1110.ca. And you can also catch it up on um, um, popular uh, podcast venues like uh, Spotify or Apple Podcast, etc. So today we are talking about the risks that one can face once you hit that retirement um, season. And, and actually, whether you are already in retirement or you are planning for retirement, these are things that will concern you uh, because there are a, a number of things you can do to actually address those risks in, uh, in, your, uh, in retirement that uh, we can see in retirement season of people's lives. So today, in order to help me talk about this subject, I have a dear guest and his name is Lorne Robinson. Lorne has already been a guest on this show and Lorne is the National Director for Kingdom Advisors in Canada. Um, it's someone whom I respect a lot, I admire a lot. He has a rich, a vast experience, deal with all kinds of people across Canada and actually internationally. And uh, I'm really glad to have you with us today, Lorne, to talk about this subject of risks in retirement. Uh, welcome, Lorne. Thank you, Bold. It's a pleasure to be back with you again. Thank you for being here and honoring us uh, with uh, with your participation, with your presence. And uh, uh, I would like, Lon, if you don't mind just taking one or two quick minutes to give a further introduction, let people know um, who you are before we can jump in right into the, the subject. Absolutely. It's um, uh, many years I served as a financial advisor, actually for 24 years in the province of Newfoundland, where I was born and raised. Uh, before that, I was a pastor and uh, actually pastored for a few years uh, doing double duty while I was a financial advisor as well. So doing both. And then I got this unique call uh, for the role that I'm presently in. And it was positioned to me as we are needing somebody who it will be a pastor to financial advisors. And I was like, wow, I didn't even know that existed. That sort of role existed where you get to work with financial professionals and pastor them to some degree. And the idea is to bring biblical principles into the financial planning industry. And one of the things that Kingdom Advisors is endeavoring to build is a Christian financial services industry within the financial services industry. So a place where you, mm. where biblical wisdom is incorporated into the advice that financial advisors are sharing with clients. And not just advisors, of course, accountants, uh, even lawyers as well. So, uh, yeah, we've got a membership uh, across the country and certainly beyond that into the U.S., in the U.K., Australia. Uh, yeah, we have advisors who are really finding value in the resources provided through Kingdom Advisors. 
Mm, wow, thank you very much, Lon, uh, for this introduction. And and that really ties in well because in this uh, show, in Thrive 1110, it's really about um, giving, um, giving out to people the tools and the practical tips, insights that are needed to really succeed and, and uh, be a difference maker in our community, in, in our city. So we, we want to give these tools with the biblical perspective in mind. And, and I'm glad that I have you with us today to talk about this subject of um, the risks in retirement. Because um, <clears throat> we, we've, uh, we've people like work decades, oftentimes decades, planning for that time when they are finally free. They no longer depend on an income in order to sustain their lifestyle. Um, and that is a season that is kind of, for those who are not there, <laughs> uh, uh, most of the time it's, it's really the end goal. Oftentimes, retirement in itself seems like the end goal. I want to be able to retire one day without really having an appreciation of the types of risks that await someone during that retirement season. And um, today, I'd, I'd really like us to talk about that because I, I find it's very important. Um, on previous episodes, um, we covered some of the uh, technical aspects regarding retirement, for example, where the income is coming from. We covered um, income sources from government, uh, income sources from a work-related pension, and income sources from uh, uh, personal savings like RSPs, TFSAs, uh, personal investments like um, real estate investments, etc. Um, and today we're moving into uh, this whole area of of risks, and and um, before before I uh, I ask you to to talk about some of the risks that you see, Lon, um, just want to mention that uh, dealing about the risks, you can easily classify them. We can easily classify them in two, at least in two categories: uh, non financial risks and financial risks. Um, but it's important that. Uh, everybody is aware of those things so that we can be prepared. Better be prepared than to try and react and uh, and uh, do things in a in a in a in a in a non prepared way. So let's start talking about the risks. So, Lon, talking about the risks, what do you see um, could pose a risk for someone going into retirement or people who are already into retirement that they should be aware of and 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 things that they could do to address those risks maybe i i think one that is very seldom uh thought about is what you will do <laughs> you know the the <laughs> boredom factor because you're used to being mm -hmm. at work uh 40 50 hours uh during the week mm -hmm. so what will your week look like when you no longer have to do that and that, that can be pretty significant. And it's, it's one thing to plan a vacation, you know, where you're off for two or three weeks and you, you plan that out. And really, you're getting away from your work when you're going on a vacation. Whereas when you're retiring, you're getting away from work permanently. So it's mm -hmm. not just two or three weeks. So I think many times people are not necessarily thinking through the long term of what they will do. Uh, you know, you can only play golf for so long. And for me, I like <laughs> riding a bike. You can only ride your bike for so long. 
it's <laughs> it's leisure. And I guess the big question we need to ask ourselves is, were we created to retire to a life of leisure? Uh, leisure is certainly uh, a, a part of, I think, God's plan for us. But is it meant to be something that's a permanent fixture as part of our lives, where leisure is all we tend to focus on? And I think if it's leisure 100%, I, I don't think it's going to be very long when we are going to find ourselves really in a position that we're kind of bored uh, with, mm. with what we're doing. So I think there needs to be some strategy as to what we will do when we pass the two or three weeks, you know, and even the transition, mm. if you're working uh, now, you know, you're not working from home, for example, just that change mm -hmm. now that you're home all the time, mm. you know, mm. you, you've got a difference. Uh, maybe your, your partner uh, is not used to having you home all the time. <laughs> so there are adjustments that need to be made. And I think having a plan in place, uh, to mm -hmm. plan out the empty spots that will mm -hmm. now be in your schedule and to look mm -hmm. for some purpose in that during mm -hmm. your retirement years is, is a significant thing that many people have not necessarily thought deeply enough about. Yeah, that's uh, th thanks. Thanks for uh, opening us up with with this, uh, Rona. I, I, I and, and that's so key because I. I know sometimes when I'm doing retirement planning exercises with people, um, uh, one of the things that <clears throat> that I might do is is use some of the tools that that we have at Kingdom Advisors and and this tool here from uh, from uh, Mitch Anthony where where he there's actually this this um, calendar this empty calendar mm -hmm. uh, with with blocks of hours from uh, Monday to Sunday. And and ask them, okay, can you fill this out for me? Like, what 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 does Monday a.m. looks like? What does Monday midday looks like? What does Monday afternoon, Monday evening? And do that every day for seven days, and then uh, do that. Think of that every week, <laughs> mm -hmm. and then think of that every month and every year. So that that is really an eye opener. And it, it sparks really interesting conversations, especially when couples are involved. Um, yeah, so there's this risk of of boredom and losing this this sense of of of, of being of use and of purpose is, mm -hmm. is definitely there. And, and a good plan should should be should be considered uh, definitely for that. Any any other thing you want to add uh, to that? Uh, well. You know, now that you've you've mentioned uh, Mitch Anthony, one of the favorite lines that I've uh, heard him say is retire to something, not from something. And in other words, you when you transition, it's uh, if it's from something that and not to something, I think that's where we can get into. Here's the gap. And here also mm -hmm. is a lack of purpose potentially in life. But if you retire to something, then it's a, your focus just shifts. Your mind continues to remain active. And maybe you're in a place where financially you can retire. You don't need an income. But because your schedule now gets freed up, maybe you should be doing something on a volunteer basis. And there are so many organizations, obviously, that could use help 
and somebody who is retired now who can shift their focus towards something else. And, and I remember as a, as a financial advisor, I kind of felt like I retired, but I retired to my present role. It was a change. Mm -hmm. It was a complete shift. And I think there may be times in, like, in life like that for many people where they've been doing something for so many years. Uh, maybe they've accumulated a pension benefit that they're able to retire. But maybe there's something mm -hmm. else on the horizon mm -hmm. that you know you feel that okay i if i were to if if i were to dedicate the time i could make a success of doing that particularly if i don't need to generate a big income or any significant income from this then i can dedicate the time and build something where i see a need and i think mm -hmm. that ultimately goes back to a person's calling and purpose and and living it out and i'm a firm believer that you are called to something and a calling is not short term. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. the King James Bible talks to talks about a calling being without repentance. In other words, mm. it's given and you live it out. And I believe as long as you have mm -hmm. breath, we are to live out our calling. And maybe it's mm. in a different role, but I'm also a firm believer that you find your purpose and you live it out. It doesn't matter what job you necessarily may be in at a time, or even if you are retired, we are mm. still called upon to live out mm. and fulfill that purpose and calling that God has put on our lives. So I think finding Amen. that and, and continuing to live it out, whether you're being paid to fulfill the call mm. or you're retired <laughs> and your retirement income is funding you, mm -hmm. you continue to live out your calling. Oh man, oh man, thank you, thank you so much, Lon, for sharing that. And you know, as you're speaking, you know, we have this section called Let's Get Practical. Bold, let's get practical. And I believe we, we are actually already in our Let's Get Practical section. We have already started talking about these practical things that you can do um, as we as we deal with risks in retirement. And we've started talking about um, about the non-financial types of risks. Now, um, as we continue in that, um, as you were you were speaking, Lon, I had this come to mind, especially for couples. It, it happens that one partner goes, um, in, like enters that, that season before the other or like they plan to enter retirement together. And one risk that we've addressed, uh, uh, you've started talking about is that risk of boredom or like lack of purpose. Now, <clears throat> another risk that actually stems from that is the couple losing themselves. If those conversations are not there, and I talked about that briefly in one of the past episodes, but I think we should we should come back and talk about it now, uh, simply because we can see that the divorce rates, like the separation rates, even in the Christian communities, are increasing uh, by the decades. So <clears throat> as we talk about risks, that is definitely one that we cannot ignore in terms of a non-financial type of risk. Couples being split or growing apart in their retirement season. Because oftentimes it also coincides with with periods where like kids like the kids are gone so it's it's an empty nesters season and uh, now 
you're, you're both home, you're both retired, now what? One has a calling, another one may have another calling. So let's let's maybe talk about that. I'd like to hear your thoughts about about that. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, and uh, sometimes a spouse will follow another spouse, uh, you know, in in calling. And uh, mm. I, I think it's important that each individual searches deep mm-hmm. for their calling and and their purpose. And uh, I you know I can say from experience, I've always been a big believer in purpose. And my wife has been, well, my purpose is really to raise the children, to educate the children. And we homeschooled our kids. And, and I remember that sense of purposelessness, I guess, like the loss of purpose when all the kids are gone. It's like, okay, now what do I do? And so I, I think there, there's um, room for soul searching. There's room, I think, for even getting counsel at a time like this. And uh, I think even even the halftime of life bold is is significant as well, where you may transition to something else, but it's a it's a searching for purpose and and meaning. And sometimes the spouse may not be able to help you discover it. It may only frustrate. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I guess we, we've all been there in, in the relationship mm-hmm. where there's a lack of understanding and mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's a response, but not necessarily a response to the point of I'm seeking to understand. It's a response for the mm-hmm. sake of response, um, mm-hmm. if, if you know what I'm saying. And, and the verse that yep. came to mind as you were sharing is Proverbs mm-hmm. 20, verse 5, and it says, the plan in the heart of a person is like deep water. In other words, mm. it's hidden. It's hidden below the surface, and a mm. person of understanding draws it out. So mm. whether that's a spouse or whether it's somebody outside, but I believe it's somebody that is spiritually minded that mm-hmm. needs to shine a light on the inside because there is a purpose for each one of our lives. Mm. And mm. For, for many, it's... it's uh, it, it may be like, yeah, okay, I know my purpose, I've discovered it, and I'm living it out, and I'm pursuing it. For others, it may be more difficult and may be more hidden, and somebody is needed. Maybe there is counsel that's needed to actually bring that out. So I don't know if that helps, Bolt. No, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, like what, what, I, what I get from that, uh, Lon, is – there are conversations that that really must take place and must happen between uh, partners and and maybe those conversations uh, must also involve um, like either a spiritual leader or uh, or a professional uh, just to help guide and prepare each partner for this for this season as everybody actually seeks to live out their calling, to have clarity on their calling and live that out Mm -hmm. um, during retirement. As everybody seeks to retire to something of meaning instead of just a a life of leisure, which would very quickly turn out not so good after all. So yeah, uh, that's, that's so, so if you're out there listening to this, um, that is, there, there is a moment and, um, you don't have to wait until retirement, even if you're not retired. As a matter of fact, uh, peeing back on what Lon said, 
that in a sense, um, uh, he retired when he left the financial advisory role to now pastoring financial advisors for, for him was a retirement. Um, so there is maybe a case for, for you out there, even if you still consider yourself far from, from retiring, there is a case to even right now have those purpose conversations. Um, and have those in tandem with your spouse if you're married, because that will help lessen um, any any probability uh, of uh, of these negative outcomes in 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 retirement, like couples growing apart, couples drifting apart. So even from well before retirement, this is something that mm-hmm. we should not neglect. Couple of quotes, bold that I'll throw in. Yeah. Um, from Mitch Anthony, money can help you fund a purpose, but it cannot help you find a purpose. And finding the purpose is more the spiritual aspect, I think, and more the spiritual Mm -hmm. uh, searching. And, uh, you know, it's often beyond, it's beyond a person's pay grade, but I think Mm -hmm. God is able to show you, and it often comes through conversation, as you're saying. And one other thing, um, he says, there needs to be enough purpose to wake up in the morning and enough money so you can sleep at night. So, uh, <laughs> I like that one. so money is obviously an important factor, right, yeah. uh, in, in living yeah. out your purpose because money can help you mm. fund it. But mm. finding a purpose and living it out, it's, uh, for some, it's, it's a lifelong journey. But I can tell you, uh, and even for myself, if I were to tell you my story, it was a lifelong journey to get to a place where I was fully content and understanding that I was living out my purpose. And I feel right now I'm living it out and I can't imagine retiring from it, to be completely honest. I, and, and someone has also said, if you find something that you love to do, you'll never work a day in your life. So, so if you get there, you know, like what's there to retire from? <laughs> so, and that's kind of where, where I'm feeling I am right now. I can only speak for where I am. And my father-in-law at my age was already retired a couple of years. So hmm. I, I could be, you know, retired. I may be at a retirement age, but I feel like there's so much purpose to live out that I need to continue doing what I'm doing. And, and I feel oh, very fulfilled doing it. And I think everybody needs to come to that place to find that place, mm-hmm. whether they're paid for it, what they're doing or not, just living mm-hmm. out that their purpose is there's mm-hmm. just a, a sense of uh, significant fulfillment and a realization mm-hmm. that they're living out a life that's significant. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful place. That's, that's- that's really well said. Lon, do you mind do you mind repeating those two quotes again? <laughs> yeah. Those that, those last two quotes that you yeah. Money can help you fund a purpose, but it mm-hmm. cannot help you find a purpose. That's it. And there needs to be enough purpose to wake up in the morning and enough mm-hmm. money to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Which is That's I think a it. beautiful balance. Clear. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. it's it's not it's it's not all about purpose. Well, yes, it's all about purpose, but money has a place. It's a tool, and uh, and uh, and we want to use it in in its proper 
context like that in in the context of of a purpose and make sure that that doesn't become a cause of stress in 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 our lives and if if you've been listening to this and you're wondering how you can maybe go about it or review your retirement planning um options and situation if you are in a place where you need to talk about maybe um start having those conversations about purpose to to tackle those two risks uh, those two non-financial risks that we talked about uh, which are like uh, uh, like boredom like loss of of sense of purpose and the other one growing apart from your spouse from your loved one um please feel free to reach out to me uh, you can email me directly that's bold at thrive1110.com bold at thrive1110.com or you go to thrive1110.ca that's the website thrive1110.ca that's the website for this show and you're going to find there um, that section to leave a comment ask a question etc you go through there to uh, to post your question and I'll and that will land in my email so I, so I'll have access to that uh, the reason why I say that is those conversation starters um, and, and tools to help you navigate um, these uh, purpose fine and, uh, and, uh, and, and agendas like what are you going to do during retirement, etc. Uh, we are equipped as kingdom advisors. We are equipped with these tools to help you plan and live out your retirement well and in line with your biblical values and talking about kingdom advisors if if you say well bold i already have an advisor and as a matter of fact my advisor is even christian and maybe you already have an accountant and your accountant is also christian or a lawyer but the lawyer is also christian then there's an opportunity and i'd like to suggest that you invite them to be part of kingdom advisors so that they can be equipped better equipped in the biblical perspective and in actually um, helping you with tools that are rooted in biblical wisdom and um, and uh, i don't know if you want to say a word about about um, um, the kingdom advisors organization i know you talked about it a little bit at the beginning lon but as we go towards the end of our episode today uh, maybe a word uh, for kingdom advisors if if people listening want to connect their financial advisors with kingdom advisor how do they go about that uh, you can search kingdomadvisors.com uh, lots of resources for advisors there. That is our specialty, mm -hmm. is to train and equip Christian financial advisors in how to incorporate and use biblical wisdom. Uh, so you can reach out to me, lauren.robinson at kingdomadvisors.com. Uh, even pass along my contact information to your advisor, to your accountant, lawyer, and we can have a conversation about how they can utilize those resources. There are I think uh, there's more than 1,500 valued resources on the website right now that advisors can access and, and find inspiration from. So, yeah, lots of resources there. So we are at the end of our time today, um, and uh, we will continue the next time 
tackling the financial risks that are related to um, retirement. Uh, we appreciate the fact that you've been here. If you have any questions, any need, please um, reach out bold at thrive1110.com or thrive1110.ca and send a message from there. Lauren, thank you very much for having been with us today. And uh, for all of you listening, uh, tune in next week, same place, same time. This is Thrive 1110, and I'm your host, Bold Kerry. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.